Today we'll discuss why Captain Andrews Lee's post-game comments frustrated a lot of Islander fans. We have that and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. We have got a lot to talk about on today's show, but first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode of the show, you can send us an email to LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever's on your mind. You can also follow the show on X at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on X at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long and uh, we are. I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. Join me for some instant insight and analysis, and it's great to talk Islanders hockey with you, game time or any time. I really wanted to open up today's show discussing something that Anders Lee, the captain of the Islanders, said after... Tuesday night shootout loss to the Seattle Kraken. And I I think it's important to contrast this uh, with what the coach, Patrick Waugh, said and with what Bo Horvat said after the game. Uh, Here's what Patrick Waugh had to say. He said, we need to be better with the puck. We need to make better decisions. The fans were pissed, and I was also pissed because I thought we didn't do a good job. That was basically what we heard from the coach. Here's what we heard from the captain. We did a really good job of making sure we stuck in this game and got ourselves a point tonight. That really did not come out the way Islander fans wanted it 
to come out. And it just sounded very much like, well, we're happy with the point. And this team, at this time, cannot be happy with a point, especially given the situation that, you know, the way this team was playing, first two periods, a very, very lackluster performance by the New York Islanders. And you can't be playing, uh, going through the motions is almost what it looked like through the first two periods and expect to get two points, which is what you really needed under these circumstances. This team had to be better and quite honestly, they weren't. Now, here's what Bo Horvat had to say. Personally, I have to be better out there It hasn't been good enough for me, especially tonight. And Horvat, if you watched the game, had some good scoring chances in the third period when the Islanders actually did play better and in overtime, but did not end up scoring. You can't be satisfied with what you saw out there Tuesday night at home against Seattle. And I'll say this. Right now, the Islanders have 13 loser points. 13 loser points. And that, in and of itself, tells you this team isn't playing well enough. In 53 games, the Islanders are 22 wins and 31 losses. Yeah, they got a point in 13 of those losses, but 22 wins, 31 losses is not getting you into the playoffs unless you lose almost all those games in overtime. And if you break it down, 22, 18, and 13. When you are, as of right now, seven points behind the Flyers for third place, in the Metropolitan Division, yeah, you've got a game in hand. And when you're behind in the wild card race and you have a few teams to pass, and when you are giving up games in hand where you're not playing for the rest of this week until Sunday, and teams that are just behind you in the standings or just ahead of you in the standings will play a game or two, and have a chance to add to that total, you cannot be happy with a poor, uneven effort and with one point at home against a team that's pretty much in a similar situation in the standings in the Western Conference that the Islanders are in the Eastern Conference. Inconsistent, out of the playoff picture, trying to hang on and get back into the playoff Uh, positioning, and disappointing. This team needed to play better. And they're just not getting it done. And look, I understand Anders Lee trying to stick up for his teammates, trying to 
encourage them, but there is a time when you have to say, guys, what we're doing right now is simply not good enough, and we need to do X, Y, and Z better. This is Anders Lee. This is your captain. This is your on-ice leader. And the fact that your coach and one of your unofficial leaders in Bo Horvat took the exact opposite approach to how this game went down and how this team played, I am getting concerned that this Islanders team, whether consciously or not, has gotten a certain amount of complacency setting in. Whether or not having long-term contracts and having essentially the same core players on the roster for four or five years now has caused this team to just be a little bit not hungry enough. Just to, to feel like, you know what? If you have a seven-year contract and you have a no-trade clause, there's a lack of hunger there. They're, they're, you're you're going to earn that money, whether they cut you, whether they trade you, uh, and they can only trade you with your consent, but, you know, or, or whether you get 30 goals or five goals, that money is yours. And I'm not saying the players aren't trying. But that sense of urgency that you as a fan want to see from your captain and from your players. Bo Horvat had it. Patrick Waugh had it. Where was it from Anders Lee? And look, right now this team is struggling to score goals. Other than the great performance against Tampa Bay where they scored six, it was one goal against Seattle. Two goals against Calgary, one of which was scored way after the outcome was already decided. Three goals against Toronto, two goals against Florida, and you just go back. This team is now 24th in the league in goals scored, and they're producing a little less offense under Patrick Waugh than they did under Lane Lambert. Now they're doing a little better defensively, but... At the end of the day, players like Brock Nelson, Anders Lee, Pierre Engvall, J.G. Pajot, uh, Simon Holmstrom, all these guys, right now you got Kyle Palmieri at least producing recently, but all these guys need to be more productive on the ice than what they've been. Oliver Wallstrom, Hudson Fashing, when he returns, if your name isn't Barzal, Horvat, or Dobson, and just recently the streaky Palmieri is playing better, you need to be more productive offensively. You need to bury your chances, and you cannot accept a loser point as an acceptable outcome when your goalie has a strong game and keeps you in a game that you had no business winning. You need two points, not one. And being satisfied in some way with that loser point is not the mindset that the fans want to see from their captain and from their players. And it's something that, you know, Anders Lee has to address and this team has to confront 
if they're going to have any chance of making a run for the rest of this season. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We will talk a little bit about what happened during that four-minute power play on Tuesday against Seattle. We will also have our Islanders' birthday of the day, uh, a winger who was with the Islanders for one season and helped them reach the playoffs by scoring 25 goals in the mid to late 2000s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Camino Consulting. How would you like to get to know someone better in an hour than you would in a year? Understanding one another better prevents small misunderstandings from becoming big ongoing fights. Well, after providing more than 20 years of service to small and mid-sized businesses, helping management groups navigate conflict and onboarding new employees, Camino is offering a digital seminar for families and couples. Did your Valentine's gift of tickets to the game not go over as well as you had hoped? Get the couples and family online seminar for 25% off for the month of February using the discount code locked on. Again, that's discount code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 25% off for the rest of the month at www.caminoconsulting.ca or mention locked on when reaching out for a business seminar and receive the first five profiles for free. So check it out, CaminoConsulting.ca. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube, and now it's available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on the Free Fire TV's channels app. So, the power play. You know, you look back at the Kraken loss, and we addressed a lot of things on the show yesterday, every day, as you know. But one thing we didn't address that, to me, really was a lost opportunity was the four-minute power play that the Islanders had in that game. And it would have given the team, you know, you had a double minor for high sticking, and it would have given the Islanders a golden opportunity to at least score once and, you know, tie the game. And also it would help deflate Philip Grubauer, who was playing pretty darn well for Seattle, and give a little jolt to the Islanders. And in the four-minute power play, the Islanders had pretty good zone time. But we again saw too many familiar mistakes on this power play. And to say it was frustrating was an understatement. The Islanders were on the perimeter nearly the entire time. They passed the puck deliberately, predictably, slowly, and they did not move very well without the puck. Overall, the Islanders almost helped kill this power play for the Kraken by their passive approach 
to what they did and did not do. There were not enough people going to the net. There were not enough people setting screens. There were not enough people trying to get open. There were not enough people trying to tire out and move the penalty killers out of position to to find somebody open and just get something going. It just wasn't happening, and that is not acceptable. And, you know, the Islanders certainly are capable of playing better hockey than what they showed against the Kraken and of doing better on the power play in what they showed. Yeah, the one goal they got by Palmieri did come with the extra man, and that was good. But that four-minute power play was such a big opportunity because at that point, you're only down one nothing. You should at least have been able to get even, and more importantly you should be able to at least get some momentum, some spark as a result of that opportunity. This team needs to hone that power play. The difference, or one of the differences, between winning hockey teams, average hockey teams, and bad hockey teams is how often they take advantage of available opportunities. And the Islanders, that was a golden opportunity in the game against the Kraken, and they did not take advantage. They did not even come close. So this team needs to be better. They need to be more aggressive. They need to play with a purpose. And I I think one of the things that Patrick Waugh is trying to do, especially in their own zone, is have the team play a coordinated game where they are a five-man unit rather than five guys running all over the place chasing the puck. That has to also be implemented on the power play. There has to be a purpose. There has to be a strategy. There has to be coordination. There has to be more aggressiveness. You've got the extra attacker Go out there and show what you can do. You've got more time and space than you do normally. This is where a guy like Palmieri, a guy like Nelson, a guy like Barzi and Bo, these guys and Dauber, these guys should be shining under these circumstances. And yet the puck goes around the perimeter and back and you skate and you pass slowly and It can't be the same old song and dance. It's got to be crisper, smarter, with more of a purpose than what we saw. And look, if you score just one goal on that double minor, maybe you win the game. Or maybe the momentum changes. Maybe your performance in that game changes. Having the Kraken kill that four-minute power play gave them confidence and them momentum, and it drained the momentum from the Islanders. It was a lost opportunity, and unfortunately, on the man advantage, it's the kind of play we have seen only too often, and it needs to be better.
without a doubt, it needs to be better than what we've seen. So very disappointed in the way the team handled that power play opportunity. And hopefully Patrick Waugh will work with them to make things better going forward. Speaking about working, Patrick Waugh worked this team hard in practice on Wednesday. We will talk about that, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about when you buy... You shouldn't have to... You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. My favorite feature on Game Time, you can go on the app and see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And GameTime has deals not only right up to the start of the event, but even an hour after it starts, it is the place to find last-minute seats. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Just download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, Guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now. It's available on the free Fire TV channels app. Practice on Wednesday for the second time in three days. Patrick Waugh worked this team hard. And it was encouraging to see. And it was upsetting that, you know, there were reports that the team was gassed after 40 minutes of practice with Waugh on Monday. Here's what Waugh said after the Wednesday practice. Today was about fundamentals. We've been talking a lot about the structure and how we want to play, but there's one part of our game that I think needs to improve, and that's the competitive level. Today was a good day for that, and that's what I mentioned to the guys. I wanted to have a good practice today, working hard. It was the only time we really could do a thing like this, so I took advantage of the schedule to do this today. I think it's going to help our game I think it's going to help on our turnovers and make us a better hockey club, period. And he went on. I I was very pleased with what he saw at practice. I don't like this either. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to do it. And I just go with what I learned from the past, the years that I had the chance to win, and I just felt like it was a good moment. I'm not going to use the word complacent because my English vocabulary is not big enough tongue-in-cheek, but I feel like sometimes we forget those things, and I think it's a big part of the game how you go into those battles, how you compete in every area, and I feel it makes more and more of a difference between winning and losing. There's things that numbers cannot show, and that's one of them, and we talked about that every day on the show on Wednesday. 
if there was a 50-50 puck battle, and I tweeted this as well, the Kraken won so many more of them than the Islanders. And here's what Anders Lee said after practice. It's exactly what we needed. We got four days here. We don't have a game in between. We can go at it. It's a great time for this, a great effort. And we have plenty of time to recover, plenty of time to rest and prepare for Sunday. I'm glad we did. I'm glad we got after it. We all do it together. We all suffer together. We all, we work hard together. And then you go through moments like that when everybody's getting pushed. Everybody's pushing each other. I see no reason why it doesn't bring you closer. And, you know, I I think that is something we needed to hear from the players and from the coach. But bottom line now, the coach did his job. Now the players have to go out and get it done. Interestingly enough, by the way, the Islanders unveiled their helmets, socks, and, uh, you know, the pants for the Stadium Series game on Sunday and sort of broke them in at this practice on Wednesday. And we saw the masks that both Ilya Sorokin and Semyon Varlamov will be wearing. As much as I really don't like the jerseys that the Islanders are wearing for the Stadium Series, I just was very disappointed in them overall. I think the masks, which have a lot of metallic orange, actually look pretty darn good. So, not liking the jerseys, but liking the masks a lot. And uh, if you go to the Islanders' official website, you can certainly see uh, what those look like. And of course, you know, the players had their uh, obligatory, yeah, we're really happy with the way the jerseys look and the way the masks look and everything else. What else are they going to say? Oh, yeah, they're ugly. We don't want to wear them. I mean, they can't say that. But essentially speaking, I kind of like the masks. Uh, The helmets, they're okay. Uh, But the jerseys, kind of disappointing in my opinion. And uh, we will ask a poll question about that, what you think of the jerseys on our YouTube page. So definitely check that out. when you get a chance, and vote, comment, and let us know what you think. It is now time for our Islanders' birthday of the day and Wednesday, Valentine's Day, and I hope everybody had a very good Valentine's Day. Uh, That was the 49th birthday of former Islanders forward Viktor Kozlov, the native of Togliati, Russia, uh, 6'4", 232, a first-round pick of the Sharks in 1993. Joined the Sharks for the 94-95 season after playing uh, three full years in Russia and played for the Sharks, the Panthers, and the Devils before joining the Islanders for the 06-07 season. Only missed one game, 81 games, 25 goals, 51 points, and 28 penalty minutes. Kozlov was a plus 12, had two assists in five playoff games for the Islanders that year, then later played for the for the Capitals before heading back to the KHL, where he finished his career in 2014-2015. Went on to coach in the KHL for a couple of years in the mid-2010s, uh, but 
had that one solid season with the Islanders. His best game as an Islander, pretty easy to pick out. December 3rd, 2006, Islanders going to Madison Square Garden to take on the Rangers. And in this game, the goalies, Rick DiPietro for the Rangers. Kevin Weeks got the start. Henrik Lundqvist also playing in this game. But for Victor Kozlov, he scores a goal late in the first period. Chris Simon and Bruno Gervais with the assist. He scores a goal late in the second period. Andy Hilbert and Chris Simon with the assist. Scores midway through the third period. Richard Park, the only helper. And then scores with a little more than a minute and a half left in the game. Richard Park and Andy Hilbert with the assist. A four-goal effort, including the game winner, for Victor Kozlov. Islanders beat the Rangers by a score of 7-4. to four. Those four goals coming on six shots in this game. He was a plus four, and he had four goals in just 13 minutes and 49 seconds of ice time. So, we're a day late, but happy 49th birthday to Victor Kozlov. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everybody who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will preview the stadium series game between the Islanders and the Rangers. So make sure you join us for that. We'll talk about so much about what, you know, the outdoor games are like and what they mean. So uh, make sure you join us for that. And uh, we'll also have the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.